All right, welcome back to another edition of the Sports Med Analytics Podcast. As always, I am Deepak Chona, and I'm very thankful that you're joining today. It's Sunday night, right after week two, so we will give you the, our immediate reaction to the biggest injury news that went down today, and none bigger than the Giants' Saquon Barkley. Now, they're saying that he avoided a major injury and that it was reportedly an ankle sprain. The video here suggests a severe high ankle, and the average timeline on this for a running back is about four weeks. The problem is that even when he comes back, usually you would see a stat hit, so a performance dip that lasts about another four weeks, and that performance dip is pretty significant, up to about 20%. I would not yet rule out the possibility of even going on the IR and potentially getting a tightrope type procedure. Now these, again, they're saying he avoided major injury. That basically means he avoided a fracture, uh, which of course is good news because that would almost mandate surgery in this type of case. But we will remain to be seen how he recovers. I really don't think he's going to be playing week three, especially because they're going to be active on Thursday. And then we have Joe Burrow. Now, this is a little bit more of a risk tolerance judgment type call than your typical medical situation. Joe Burrow had a calf strain early in camp. He had about six weeks for it to recover. And then he was fine for about two and a half weeks, three weeks once he returned. And then today he reportedly re-aggravated it a bit. And you see, we saw him limping off a little bit, but uh, he was really protecting the calf and the reason is that the risk of further injuring this is about 20 percent if he were to play week three now if he were to play we would expect a relatively low performance hit here but if he rests two to three weeks that lowers that risk to about 10 to 15 percent and so again he likely can play week three especially with the Bengals already 0-2 You really have to wonder if he's going to just push through and risk it all. But the reality is this is likely to linger and has a reasonable chance of being aggravated to a point where it worsens. And then he's probably out for an extended period up to about four to six weeks. So this one will be an interesting judgment call. If I had to say today, I would lean towards him sitting because that re-injury risk is pretty high. Then we have... Anthony Richardson, now he's in the concussion protocol, has about a 40% chance to clear protocol in time for week three, according to the data on the the modern protocols. When he does return, you'd expect a low impact on his stats. But given his playing style, he is a high injury risk for the rest of the season. Then we have David Montgomery. Now the video was really concerning. It actually looked like he had some sort of twisting mechanism and while the defender was holding on to his stationary leg that's pretty concerning for a knee injury like a ligament or meniscus but actually the comments from coach dan campbell suggested a thigh contusion which is relatively good news it suggests that uh, the data on this suggests that he would likely play week three with a low impact on his statistics and then Devontae adams now concussion was not yet confirmed at least per report so far but he is being evaluated but the way he got hit, it was helmet to helmet, and importantly, he the helmet came in of the defender came in at an angle to Devante, and that causes a rotational force that's pretty massive, and as, as a result, that rotational force is a high-risk impact for a concussion. 
So if Devonte did in fact have a concussion, 60% of the time would have be missing one week and coming back the following. Next, Odell Beckham Jr., a little more optimistic here. His comments his comments plus John Harbaugh's comments suggest a mild ankle sprain, likely a low ankle, and also suggest a negative x-ray. So most often in this case, you would have him return week three without a performance hit. And then Amon Ross St. Brown. Now, there reportedly he was just dealing with cramps, but he had multiple evaluations on the sideline. If cramps is indeed the, the whole case, that is really the best case scenario, and you wouldn't expect any further impact by week three. And then Garrett Wilson, he left a little early, but the game was already in hand for the Cowboys. And per Coach Sala, there was no real concern, just had the win knocked out of him. No change in his week three status. And then Terry McLaurin now, looking like he's progressing in his turf toe recovery. And you see, especially when he launched himself up above two defenders to get that ball in the end zone, you can see his explosiveness improving. And the data indicates that that should be the case. It suggests 100% explosiveness by week three to four. And then Christian Watson now obviously out week two. His practice progression and the data, historical data on that, suggests he has about a 60% chance of a week three return. Stay tuned though because that'll be more accurate as the week progresses. Then we have Jacoby Myers. Now he was out week two with a concussion in most cases about three-fourths of the time. He would return week three. Then Chase Edmonds. Now, the Buccaneers have a three-way running back platoon, but this sounds like it might get cut down to just two for a while. The timeline of him being ruled out relatively quickly suggests a serious injury. We don't really have a lot of info on it, but the average on a knee is two to four weeks in this situation. So we'll see where we go from there when we get more info. And then Darnell Mooney. Now, he got a questionable tag, but he was jogging on the sideline. That combination together suggests a low ankle sprain. And in most common most common situation would be him returning week three without a noticeable dip in his performance. And that's all we got for now. This was a quick episode, but if you like what you see, don't forget to give us a five-star rating, please. And if we missed anybody, hit us up on Twitter at SportMD Analysis, and we'll catch y'all real soon.